back. Take it with the programming. I'm Chase Ingram. I'm Captain America. And along with me is Bill Grundler. Wolverine. We're talking teams today, baby. <laughs> I, I, I want to say the other white meat, but I don't want to say it because I already felt like I wore it out. But yeah, but teams, you, you the yeah. other white meat. You didn't say it here. Space wolves. Space I know. Wolves. Space wolves. So what's up, everybody? Happy Thursday, Bailey. Caden. Caden, I heard you're doing Crash Crucible, I believe. Oh, sweet. Or maybe that's a, a different Caden. There's a lot of Cadens in the uh, teen division this year. <laughs> I know, totally. Patrick Anderson, is it considered double dipping knowing I have the this podcast on in one room and Savan in another room running back and forth to listen to both? I can tell you what you guys do. Just turn Savans off and come listen yeah, to they're us. They're done anyway. They're, yeah, they're, they're, they're done. They're just Brian's done. Brian's traveling a lot. Yeah. He's going to be super busy. You'll see him around a lot. There's the show. Yes, there you, there you go. go. Follow uh, Be Friendly Fitness on Instagram to get the lowdown of uh, basically a lot of overseas competitions that will be going on over the next several weeks. Is yeah. Madrid this weekend? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, they got some. They got some decent names on that one too. And they had last year too. Yeah. But that was when like they did the old uh, HWPO programming that were limited by space, time, and equipment, and it was actually really bad programming because of it, not because of HWPO. Uh, yeah, that was the one that me and Jeremy did the uh, commentary for. I was here. Jeremy was in from Australia. Madrid? Yeah. You did that last HWPO year? Stuff. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Huh. Yeah, it was one of Yeah. Weird. It was weird. Why did I not know that? I don't know. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, there was some event that was over there. I don't remember what it was. All I remember was it was really hard mm, mm. to get everything all talked about and everything. So, oh, maybe I do remember that. Clearly, not too well. I don't know. This whole last year has been a. It's fine. Yeah. This is this marks like this is a weird week. It's like this is week. This is the week I injured my shoulder last year, and this is also the week that my son started kindergarten. On Tuesday, which that was weird. And it was my nine-year wedding anniversary yesterday with my wife oh, and dang. I. dang. Congrats, Nine dude. years. Nine years. And uh, what's sad, and this is not sad for us, this is sad because the reality of what is happening in the world right now is that we're, our honeymoon was in Maui. And we've always been oh, talking no about like, yeah. And uh, like a dec, we're like, hey, in a decade, like our 10-year, we'll basically redo our Maui honeymoon and we stayed right outside Lahaina and all the just horrific things that had just happened there uh, in Maui. It was a, it was really sad. I mean, just sad and I don't know. Horrific is another word and all the BS going around it with, you know, whatever, you know, started it and where the fire did or didn't go. I mean, you're a firefighter. Like, how do you explain all? Was it just like Um, unkept palm trees is a part of that? It's almost just like kindling. Dude, I'll tell you what, man. Like, I know, like, there was a lot, there were a lot of elements for sure. Mm -hmm. And obviously, as a, as a, coming from a fire background, like, that's the first thing I look at is like, okay, well, where did it go? What was the wind doing? You know, like, I've seen fires jump freeways, I've seen spots jump freeways. And so, you know, where you would think you have this nice big fire break that you 
you don't really, depending on what the wind's doing. But what was weird to me was where it burned, how it burned. Um, uh, and even like what's being said, burned mm -hmm. like, and, and, and I'm, I'm not like a, a regular news guy. Yeah. But like every once in a while you hear from the regular side of the news, like, you know, you know, the, the deaths that have been or whatever. And then you actually talk to other people that are over there or, or you get into some other platforms that have people that are saying some other things. And it's like way worse. Yeah. Than what's being, what's being put out there. And that's the part, that's the part that's, you know, really hard to see is, um, just the, the, the fact that there's devastation, I mean, that happens a lot with wildland fires. Mm -hmm. um, but the way that it went down, just Dude, seeing video uh, of people know. in the ocean in what looks like right. the the aftermath of like a bomb going off is just right. absolutely crazy. I mean, uh, I think that that was the fact that people had enough, you know, sense to do that, or the, that they could make it. I mean, I was here, or that they had enough like, time to even get there. I think mean, that's the horrific part. Well, the, yeah, then the weird thing I was hearing is that, you, you know, a lot of like, and I mean, anytime, especially in, in fire, anytime there's anything that has to do with kids, period, it's always nasty. And it's really hard to deal with. Yeah. But to hear that, you know, there wasn't um, even the, the emergency signals that were going back, you mm -hmm. know, trying to let people know about it. It was so late that like you know, people couldn't get out. Yeah. You know, the kids didn't even know that they were even supposed to get out. They mm -hmm. thought they were doing the right thing by being in their house, but it's like, mm. no, it was way bigger than what was out. It's just bad. There's, it is bad. And, and, like, and like everything right now, there's just a lot of questions about anything. And, and I, I hate the fact that you can never really get, like you have to take everything with a grain of salt. And that's just sad. Mm -hmm. On top of this massive, massive, sad, yeah, horrible, horrific. Well, and how fast it spread and how like, quickly and all that like what did laura have anything because like laura used to do yeah her, can't remember wrong. she was like, like uh she was like a wild california wild yeah she was fire. a hot shot uh, yeah a hot yeah shot. so she was that, yeah so she was that's that was so her, i mean that was her special badass you know it's really crazy actually there's a there's a movie that just came out it's called uh uh hot shot i think it's hot shot the movie oh really or hotshot.com something like that where they talk about wildland firefighters really? and, and a lot of the california uh, firefighters i just had an affiliate in my region because arizona is a part of my region for what i do for oh, yeah. hq and yeah. it's a basically it's a non-profit firefighter affiliate and they just named it crossfit hotshots oh no way for exactly the reason of basically hotshots 19 that whole thing yeah, yeah. like it's all in like memorandum what is the word in in memory of yeah uh, for that in that whole career. in honor of in honor yeah, of yeah. yeah yeah um wow yeah that's cool but i mean she was we we were talking about it you know just last night just talking mm -hmm. just like okay so where did it like when you look at that like the a firefighter the first thing a firefighter is going to look at is like topography Mm -hmm. and it's like because the fire will go a particular way based on what the what the hill looks like and what kind of you know where the wind's coming from and all that kind of stuff. So there are, there are factors, but that that I mean they have they have people that that's their whole job is finding out exactly where it started and how it ran from there. Right. right. Um, but this one, I mean, this one just it was. I've seen fast fires happen in California. Mm -hmm. I've seen it with light light fuels and light grasses and stuff like that. But when it's jumping. When you have buildings 
yeah. that are being eaten up this fast. I mean, like I've seen it in like bigger cities, they call it a conflagration mm-hmm. where it's like you have so much fuel, like with yeah. all the, well, the, what was the, the one wood in and all that kind of stuff Colorado? burning house to house to house and building to building. Was there one in Colorado like a year or two ago where it was so hot and so fast it just went through all the houses, but like barely touched the trees. Yeah, I mean, yeah, which is wild. Yeah, it's just crazy. I mean, dude, fire's wicked. Yeah, there's no doubt. But so. uh, yeah, we. Um, if you guys, so there's a couple affiliates in Lahaina. I heard that all of them are okay. Um, I believe that all of their members, or most of all, are relatively okay as far as like health. Um, and surviving, but it's going to devastate the affiliate community there because they have basically lost like their members and community basically lost everything. Right. And so people need to remember is like, okay, for those that made it out, thank goodness for those that didn't, obviously that's, that's horrible, but that community there is, it's going to take, I mean, this is a long recovery process. And these affiliates are going to be struggling because their community base is now getting displaced. Like, yes, maybe nothing touched their affiliate, but everything else, all, all, the, all the people and members lost everything. Yeah. Um, so if you guys want to know more about what's going on with the Maui affiliate community, if you follow the affiliates, um, CrossFit Affiliates West Coast page run by Katie Hogan. She'll be posting a lot of things that are in support of the affiliate community there. Um, I think just like Maui CrossFit maybe or Lahaina CrossFit, they have like a, like a Venmo there. And they're just like, they're just taking everything they can and they're just going to redistribute it to the affiliates on the island there. Um, so... Go to CrossFit Affiliates West Coast, and you'll see a lot of information there. Actually, let me just see if I can pull this up. I've got a lot of things to pull up. This is starting very somber, but this is the reality of the world right now. So everybody just like be human for a second. (laughs) Affiliates West Coast. There it is. Um, So if you guys go to Instagram, if you are in the West Coast for your affiliates, like you should be following them anyways. If you're a member there, if you are an affiliate owner, you get a lot of information on what's going on. I just put it in the chat here. If you guys are, oh, that is not it. Do not, do not click that link. <laughs> uh, do not click that link, please. Can you erase, can you erase that? Can I don't you, think so. It? Let me see. Uh, can I remove my own post? No. Uh, I probably no. shouldn't block you out, should I? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't click that link. You'll join the show. I'll just be real. Um, so they have like through their links here. There's an a, a line of, a Lahaina CrossFit update. If you guys want to follow them, you'll get more information there. I'll also put this in the comments here on YouTube. It's just Lahaina CrossFit is their Instagram. Um, they just there. There's a lot of support links out there. So please, if you guys have the time and the means. Uh, click through that, you know, $1 is better than no dollars. Thoughts and prayers do nothing other than make yourself feel better. If I'm being real, <laughs> like, 
Well, and the other thing is, like, like if you're gonna, if you are gonna donate something, donate to them directly. Yeah, don't do it. Mayhem missions, awesome. Um. Okay. And like, uh, there's a lot of. Sorry, go ahead, Bill. I was just gonna say, like, don't don't send it to the big, massive general organizations type of thing. Like, send it. There's enough of these organ, like with CrossFit Lahaina or Lahaina CrossFit, and what they have the the different setups. Go to those ones directly and make your donations that way. Um, that way, you know it's going to get right to the the people that are there, rather than having someone else decide where all that gets to go. All your your niceness and mm-hmm. uh, generosity gets to go to. Yeah. So, uh, if you guys can go over there, search through, do the most you can, do the best you can. Something's better than nothing, always. But uh, yeah, just freaking awful, awful. So, how do we switch gears here? <laughs> You, you just downshift and go, teams, the teams. other white meat. We're the back on the, uh... <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, um, yes. Did you get, let me ask you, did you get to see any of the team stuff? So I started watching them today. I saw rarely any of it. And this year right. was a weird year for me broadcasting because some of it overlapped. Some of it, they didn't call. Some of it was, right. uh, I was out of commission for one of those days. And, uh, <laughs> and so I, I had to re-back, go back and just watch the events because, I mean, we talked about this for the individuals. Teams on paper usually are just impossible to understand how things unfold. Watching it helps put those things into perspective um, along with that. So I had to go back and watch a lot of these things to, con- to help me analyze Seriously, the programming man, better. 100%. 100%. And, it, and if... Yeah, if you just read it on paper, it's like trying to read a language that you don't understand. You you have to put the uh, the pictures to the words for sure. Yeah. So it was. Uh, I needed to go back and watch it. And then one thing to talk about is how we look at team programming different than individual programming. We still look at what gymnastics, weightlifting, and monostructural modalities were in there. What movement patterns are being used time frames of the of the events we look at all these things but in addition to we also look at team elements as far as things being tested so I'll, I'll just pull this up right off the bat if you guys are watching on youtube and we put this little thing together and i have about how many categories do i have here <laughs> one two three four five <laughs> six seven eight nine okay nine nine team specific categories when looking at programming one is usually you'll see pairs and one category is same-sex pairs. The other category is mixed pairs. Two different things, right? Are you working with male-female? Are you working with same-sex? The other is, or is it synchro work, okay? Are there hangs and holds involved that usually dictate pace, which is what we've seen before? Is the worm being used? Is the bob being used? I put those basically in the same category because they test the same thing. Yep. And then yeah. I have... A relay format, which is what you would think of a traditional relay. And then I have a waterfall format, which is more of a follow the leader, right? A relay is individualized. One person goes and nobody can work until they're done. And the next person goes where waterfall is kind of like follow the leader. And in the last two categories, to just explain these a little bit, is that I have what is effectively called teamwork. Now, teamwork is like, well, they're all working as a team, so it's teamwork. No, no, no. Teamwork as defined by me, (laughs) 
is <laughs> when a team collectively accomplishes a task together, not tethered to each other. So for example, we have to finish 300 wall ball shots as a team, right? There's no dictated movement. It could be in pairs. It can be in singles, right? But it's not fixed together. So for example, uh, the bike row bike, yet a number of cows to complete that took a team to collectively build those cows together. That is what I consider teamwork. Weak link are things that the team is forced to work together, but they're limited by one person. So for example, the worm. It's not necessarily teamwork, it's weak link work. You're not working collectively to accomplish a single task, adding in reps together. You are just basically at the mercy of your least... <laughs> individual. Does that make sense? Uh, all right. Well, let me, let me say that I, I agree with that. I think a cleaner look would be, um, the 5k run that they had to do or the run mm -hmm. that they had to do, or they're all tethered. Right. They can only go as fast. It, like they can't make, at least in the worm, you can kind of, you can kind of move some yeah. of that weight around and have other people kind of carrying some of that weight. Right. The run is, if you got a slow ass person, mm -hmm. that is the tempo that you're running at. You right. can't, make them go any faster. You can't. Yeah. So for so, the, the cleanest example, the yeah, thank you. The cleanest example is yes, 5K tethered run versus Olympic total. Right. It's two completely different ways to test your team. So that's, that's what I have in there. But I still put worm under like weak link category because if one person's like, I'm done, like your team's done, you're at the mercy of your worst person. Yeah. Not, you can hide them and still accomplish work. Um, what would you say? Um, I think it, it's easy to say um, the goal of the competition is to find the fittest team. That's a great. Now question. I think that that I think that that would have to. And from my own perspective, I think that that would have to be. That's a yes. We want to find the fittest team, but there are other things, just like what you listed here, that would be in there. So, like when we're looking at normal, the ten physical traits of fitness. You know, the three different uh, um, uh, metabolic pathways, all of the, you know, that that is set on, a, on an individual type basis. It's going to be much more difficult to look at that mm -hmm. in a team perspective. And I think that you can have, and as we've seen, you don't need to have the fittest people right. to have the fittest team. Right. That's why I think that all of a sudden those team aspects that you're talking about now become almost more important than the general 10 physical traits that you'd be looking at. So it's almost like, I think that's what makes team programming so interesting is that you can't come at it at all with a individual mindset. Yes. You have to, you have to really constantly be gearing towards, okay, how do we find the best team as described by mm -hmm. our definition of fitness, uh, definitions of, of team, a, a team and how a team is going to operate with all the things that you listed in yes. there. And, and that is not an easy task. No, because if it was just finding the fittest group of individuals together on a team, then different teams would win, right? We yeah. Obviously, your team should be tested with fitness, 
You should, and, and all of these things we have categorized should be tested within a team competition. How do your pairs work together? How do your mixed gender pairs work together? How do you guys work individually in a relay format? How do you strategize in a waterfall format? What if you do bulk work together for teamwork? What if you do weak link tests to see where is the cracks in your armor? Do we do holds and static? Do we do synchro things? Are we going to use the worm in the bot? Like all of these things together to make sure you have the fittest team the most, I would say the best strategic team, uh, the best teamwork team, like all of these things come together. And I, and that's why I think programming for teams is extremely difficult to get right. Oh, dude, I, I don't, I do not. It's, it's hard. It's hard to read the team events. And I'm not saying that that's because that they're being done wrong. Just because when I'm looking at it, it is a very different, it's a very different programming technique. Like right. it's it's a, it's another landscape, and I think that that's something that, you know, in the past we've always we've always seen the team element just try to be twisted from an individual, whatever the individual was doing, and like ah, we'll just add three more people on that. Yeah, and we'll just add a couple more wall balls, and what the hell, throw a worm in there, and now we got team of stuff, and it's like man, that is such a that's such a watered down mm-hmm. version. To not find, you know, a weak sauce way to find what you're really trying to find. And it is a very specific thing you're trying to find. It's mm-hmm. not an individual fitness test. Yeah. So that's, it's, it's really hard. And to give an example, I guess this is a question from Daniel. Does Invictus minus Danny beat Invictus plus Danny? Like, that's a good question, right? Do you take someone Great who question. is a CrossFit Games individual and put her on a team that has no CrossFit Games individuals. Yeah. Are they better? It's like, okay, well, look, I mean, we can maybe look at that at the end of this, right, right. as we look at the test. So, so let's start with event number one. It is eight sets every two minutes. This is basically like a two-two-two-two format. It's male-female pairs. One person will ski while the other one does one legless rope climbs, 12 cows for men, nine cows for women. Then they will switch. And then in the time remaining, they'll do as many synchro overhead squats at 135 and 95 as possible. At the end of the two minutes, the next pair will go for two minutes, and they'll all do that four times each for eight total sets. And one, I really like this test as far as the mixed modalities in here. You've got weightlifting, monostructural uh, gymnastics, you've got synchro work, you've got male, female pairs, and you have what I call teamwork because you're collectively adding reps together to get to 175. Check, 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 right? You're doing a ski work, which is going to mess with the legless rope climb. So who do you put on the legless rope climb first? Probably your person who's worse at it. So they're fresh. Okay. So now we have team strategy. And then the legless rope climb, the interference with the ski work, all interfere with the overhead squats. Right? Except you got a bunch of pulling and tricep fatigue with the ski and then the legless, and now you got to hold a barbell over your head synchronized for what looked like about 45 seconds on average when I was looking back at the, uh, I mean, for your top teams. The, the only thing about this test, wildly overprogrammed. <laughs> wildly, <laughs> wildly overprogrammed. When I saw 175 reps, because it, it was supposed, I think this test was actually supposed to happen last year but it got rained out on the last day. This is one of those alpaca things that oh. got scrapped, I believe. 
And it's a copy off, not a copy, it's a play off of the two, 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 three intervals that the individuals did. Was it 17? Uh, yeah, that was, right. that's Noah's famous. Yeah, event. exactly. Yeah. Right. They had to do 75. Let's just put that into perspective to start. The individuals only had to do 75. Now you're taking team athletes and you're saying, not only do you have to do synchro, you have to do these for 175 reps. Now it's less weight. The individuals do, it was like 155 and 105, but still. Right. Why is it wildly reprogrammed? Because I think the team that won got like 135 reps. Right. No one finished. They weren't yeah. even close. Well, and it's like, this is where I'm wondering, like, okay, again, you know, and, and I'm not saying that a, a correct program test means that everybody finished or a certain percentage finishes, but like, you're right. Like they weren't even close. Mm-hmm. Like they were way, I mean, 40, 40 more reps. Yeah. Like yeah. that's, we're talking minutes off right. of the time. Minutes it, away from the cap. So you're right. Yeah, it's... Uh, I I really honestly believe that this was one of those ones that like they just did some of those things. <laughs> yeah. Peter. <laughs> and Peter's right. It's like, it wasn't the weight on the bar. That wasn't the problem, but it was the, the no. legless climbs were either people couldn't do them or it took so long. They didn't have enough time to get to the squats. Yeah. So yeah. But that being said, I like it. If you were going to change it, would you uh, just make less, or would you uh, put? Would you change the positioning, like maybe put the overhead squat? If you're going to make it an overhead squat test to see, and that becomes your race, mm-hmm. um, obviously you you want to put the uh, the other stuff ahead of that with the time remaining. But would you? Uh, I would just change the number. Three? Yeah. No, I, I like it. Just drop I, the number, make it a hundred. Yeah. Make it a hundred. Let's race. Yeah. You want to you want to have them race. Ra- like race. Race. Not if you know you can finish, slog. then you're going to slog. Yeah. So uh, that was it, right? And so things we're checking the box on is like, okay, we're, we've got weightlifting, monostructural gymnastics. We're squatting below parallel. We're pulling on gymnastics, and we're doing a different pull movement stroke with the monostructural critical element here. Obviously, it's synchro, upper body pulling, and shoulder stamina. But we've got mixed pairs. We've got teamwork. We've got synchro. So I, I, I like it. I like it. Good way to start things off. Yeah, totally. Uh, all right. Test two. Honestly, I don't really know how to explain this that well. One, because there was really no explanation of it, and it wasn't on TV. And so what it came <laughs> down to was a takeoff the individual test. It was AMRAP in 50 minutes, max bike laps, two bikes per team. Really, you counted all your laps total and then the fastest lap thing, right? The gate, the time gate closed. So if you got past that line, you got the extra lap and then your tiebreaker was who finished that last lap the fastest. And it was just collective. So we go from the test one into the bike test interval based, basically tests for these. And really I didn't, you know, I didn't know, how some people like you could switch off any way you wanted. Like it wasn't the women had to work together on one bike and the men really, it should just be size dependence. And at the same time is like, okay, you should probably put your fastest two people on the same bike to get that extra lap versus slowing down both pairs to maybe get an extra lap. 
is how I'm looking at it. I don't know how the teams did it. Um, but you definitely don't want to, depending on the size, like you don't want a six foot dude on a bike with a five foot girl, five foot four girl. <laughs> and the same thing for a five foot four dude, right? It's like, okay, because riding on a short seated bike sucks. Yeah. So this just yeah. uh, interval based monostructural test. Kind of, um, kind of a this, this, yeah. this to me was, and it, and I see this, I see this actually a lot in this particular games where it seemed like this was a runoff from the individual, and yeah. they just tried to throw a version of it in there. You're like, and, hey, they should I, bike too. I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, I, I, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't really think that it was needed. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely, you know, as far as, as far as, I mean, I, I don't want to say don't put any event on mm-hmm. a broadcast, but this would not be fun. I don't think this would even be interesting to really watch. Yeah. That doesn't mean it's a bad test necessarily. It just means that as a, someone that's watching, it wouldn't be very fun. And I just think that there would be some other more exciting ways to do this. Like maybe do it a, um, uh, what are they, oh man, I don't even know what they call it now. What do they call like uh, like Indian Run, which they don't not allowed to oh, say that yeah, anymore. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I get what you're saying. But do something like that where you always have to have someone in the front and you carry your team around that way. So you still. I mean, are, they do that at like Tour de France, where it's just a team time trial, and they can go as fast as they want collectively as a group. I mean, or, or then do it that way, which ends up being you might as well just race your slowest people. Well, sort of, but you can actually help. Like when you use when you use Bartley, the team, right, Bailey? Thanks. Uh, no, that's not what it's called. Yeah, it is. It is no. fartlek, a fartlek yeah. is when you sprint the straightaways on the track and walk the curves. That is not correct. Mm. Yes, that's what it is. Unless I am completely wrong, and someone can check my, <laughs> check my math, but I. Anyways, I don't know. I just this one with to me. What I, I I saw it on there, and I was just like, eh. That <laughs> just seemed like art. Like training is a kind of running training which involves random variations in speed and intensity, alternating bursts of sprinting and slow recovery jogging. Oh, which could be like an Indian run. No, face when you sprint from the back to the front. Yeah, no. And everyone else is jogging. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> But no, I think far, far. <laughs> it's also individualized, but it's okay. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Anyways. Thank you. Okay. Now, anyways, move on, moving on. Uh, I'm going to circle back to why I think this ruined another test here in a shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay. The bike is the bike. Meh. Then we come to the team-only total. Uh, Everyone gets to lift. So everyone does two snatches. Everybody does two clean and jerks, and they add your weight together for the team total weight. Okay, this is how you should test strength in a team setting. Everybody should get to lift, add it all together, team setting. Fun. (laughs) There's really nothing else to put on here. This is what we call teamwork. It's bulk work. Add all your reps together, testing strength, power, and technique. Cool. Then you come to the 5K run, and I'm going to bring the bike thing back here for a second. 
Here's what I don't like. You take a single modality weightlifting test, and then you come back to a single modality monostructural test, and you collectively add everybody's weights together to make a team score. And then the team that got rocked by the weightlifting test has a good opportunity to get even more points to their total, but then you limit them by their slowest person. I don't like this back-to-back. It'd be like, hey, we're going to do a weightlifting test, but we're only going to take your weakest person's lift. I don't like it. I don't like people running together with a rope. I'm like, just, we have enough, we have enough weak link tests. You have the worm, the bob, all these synchro things. We don't need to do the same thing on a run. And when I circle back the bike, what I would love to see is an interval-based 5K test where everybody runs a mile for three sets with you in a pair. And it's your team total time. That's it. Mile run, mile run, back and forth, three rounds, your men's total score and your women's total score, and that's the score. <sighs> but the reason why they can't do that is because they kind of did that with the bike, but the, that, right, you can't do it twice. Kind, but that was the they kind of did it with the bike that way. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's they, why I didn't like the bike there because the way right. I would have liked to see this take clean. place, you can't yeah. do it twice. Right, yeah. But and, I don't and, like... And the weak link run test coming off the heels of a collective weightlifting test. We skew to the weightlifting once again. I, uh, I just would have said, take the, take the run out. It just doesn't, it doesn't fit. I say, keep the run and take the bike out. Take the bike out. Yeah. But the bike is closer to the way you were talking about having your, your interval runs. I know, but I take the bike out and then take what they did. <laughs> oh, may, for the oh, run. I see what you're saying. Right? May I, I see what you're saying. Well, okay. Okay, if you, okay how about this? You have to pick I, one for I'm fine with one of the two events. All right, then take the run. Set up the way. Yeah. Yep. I mean, because the run is... Without changing anything. I, I, don't like, I don't like where everyone's chained together like that and you're pulling someone along. I just think that that's just... That, to me, does not show teamwork. Got it. At yeah. all. No, it doesn't. I mean, you might as well just say, okay, line up all of the slow people, and we're going to have the race. Who's the fastest of the slow people? That's what the race ends up being. Yeah. And I, I just, that's not a, that becomes now an individual event, not a team event. Yeah. So, yeah, just, so don't need it. Yeah. That was, and this is when I knew that the 5K course was not a 5K. <laughs> when teams are running <laughs> sub 18. <laughs> As a group of Mike, there is no way, no way. (laughs) Peter, I don't know if you're being serious or not, but it says in the team dynamic, can the team psychologically handle it compared to just measuring the fastest? No, this is not. You mean like we're already doing that. We've already. Yes. We're already doing weak link tests. Just wait. We've got. Five events with worms and bobs. We're already doing that. We don't need to do it again. Right. And you just highlighted all your strong people collectively together, and we're not doing that for the run. It doesn't match up. And I don't think there's any psychological anything on yeah. this. Because the, the, the person that's the weakest or the slowest or the least able will always have a psychological issue about the event. If you're the weakest on the worm... You're going into the worm like, shit, I'm the guy. Damn yeah. it. 
If you're the, if you're doing the bike, I'm the little one that can't push the thing. If you're not the strongest, I'm the one that am I, you're going to have to lift big because I can't lift big. You're always going to have that anyway. Yeah. So I don't think it's a psychological test. No, just shit on everybody. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on. Single modality, single modality, single modality. Uh, yes. Now we have bike row hold. You have 150 cows collectively on the echo bike while one person is holding while two people are resting. And you just go in this relay format. If that person kicks up and they come down in the first two seconds, you basically wasted whoever was on the bike. Now, if it's a bad person, great. Moving on. Maybe that's the strategy. Right. right? Into 125 cal row, you do a seated ring muscle up into a ring support. That's important. And then you come back to the bike and do the same thing. First off, I really like this on paper. I like the relay <laughs> style. I like the gymnastic handstand hold while someone is pushing on the bike as hard as they can. And I love even more that you get two cycles of rest. Like, I love... Yeah, it keeps that intensity yeah, huge. right? This is yeah. great. And it's really cool teamwork. Who should I put where, right? Should my... And we saw this for like Proven. Should Tim Paulson have their best gymnastic holder behind him? Yes, he should, <laughs> right? right? Right. Should he have their weakest? No, he shouldn't because he's not going to get enough time to be utilized in the way. Yeah. When you should come down, do you, you know, if, if you have rock star holders behind you, do I sit here and just like get worse and worse or do I get off once I dip under a certain RPM? Things like that. Like there's so much team work involved. I really do like it. I don't like coming back to the bike. I was like, oh, we, okay. I, I would have liked to have seen something else. It uh, could have been double unders. I don't think they did double unders. Did they do? I don't think they did double unders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could have been heavy double unders while you hang from a pull-up bar, right? Something like that. I don't like the repeat. And the, the thing that sucked and I said, is like, oh, we have to watch things to judge things. This is the one where on paper it was way cooler than it was watching in person. You just, they, they didn't have any score and that's really hard to do. I get it. But like, I did not enjoy watching this. Yeah. I just like, all right, people are holding and doing machine work and I have no idea where they are until they rotate to the next station. Yeah. There's no way when you're watching, there's just so much stuff happening. And then you have two people that are out, two people that are in that are switching whenever they want to switch. So there's no rhyme or reason about how or when they're going to decide to go. They can kind of do it as they need. And it makes it really difficult. I, I too, really like the event, what it, what it is. But as far as seeing it and trying to figure out, trying to race this, like if I'm looking at someone else, uh, the, another the team next to me, trying to figure out how to race against them would be really, really difficult. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's kind of running their own race yeah, is what it ends up being. And it's like, oh, we just happen to be up at the front. Or, oh, we just happened to end up in the back on that because we didn't know yeah. where we were going or how we were going. Um, I mean, yes, there were some things like uh, Julian's talking about watching Tim Paulson do his thing on the bike. And it's, you know, I, I loved his Instagram post that he put up there. And it's like, what? You want me to get on there and do my thing? Yeah. Or you yeah. see some of the other, yeah, yeah. you know, the, the, the females do that. And that was, that was super cool. Um, but it was, it was hard to mm-hmm. watch it. I still think it was a good event. Mm-hmm. It was a difficult one to watch. Yeah. And that's, and again, this is the hard thing with teams too. Not only programming certain events that work well with testing a lot of things, but making it watchable. 
It's really tough to do. And Chelsea's question, Chase, would you have preferred if each member had a set number? No. No. I I really don't like, yeah, I really don't like when they set numbers for rotations. Like, hey, everybody, let's do 15 cows per person. It's like, there's no strategy there. It's like, hey, just hold. I'll do my 15. Like, there's nothing. Like, this opening up for people to do bulk sets, we've been waiting for some bulk set work to come. Um, We haven't had that in years. I love it. And I I Uh, really do love this event. What about if they, because it's all machines, and we've seen repeat machines, Mm -hmm. you know, in other competitions and stuff, why not just make it uh, like the ski or even, or even put an air runner out there and have them run. I mean, I know we just did the run, but like you could, yeah. the, the, you don't, you don't need to repeat. You could pick something else. Dude, a ski for a hundred cows on the ski and a handstand hold would have been nasty, yeah. Yeah. but awesome. <laughs> right. Yeah. But awesome. So only drawback here. I didn't like the repeat of the bike, put a different thing on there. Yeah. If you make it a ski, I mean, shit, we run four different times and we like in this weekend. Yeah. Throw another ski on there. Or, yeah, Caden, throw the C2 bike out there. Totally. Oh, yeah, that was a good idea, too. But, I mean, we've also done a lot of biking, right? So, ski. Uh, I go back to the ski. Yeah, yeah I ski. Like I'll ski. take ski. Because that ski yeah. combo, brutal. Coming off a handstand hold into the ski erg. <laughs> yeah. But that being said, this was really cool. Um, visually, it was... Not very stimulating. Probably better to watch in person there than it was maybe on the broadcast. Because I, I know some yeah. people really enjoyed watching it, but watching it on YouTube later, I was just kind of sitting there watching people. It's just all you see are just people moving everywhere. It's just yeah. like this constant shuffle. Yeah. So, so, um, <clears throat> okay. Test six and test seven. I find these really funny because. This is a somewhat of a take off the individuals from semifinals and also a take of what I wanted the individual semifinals test to be. (laughs) (laughs) So test six was male, female. So we have mixed pairs again. Four meter shuttle run into max snatches at 185 and 135 in a three minute time frame. Female one goes, male one goes. So for reps. Event seven, 10 snatches at 185 and 135 into a 400 meter shuttle run for time. And the two basically were the tiebreakers for each other, which is what we wanted to happen for the, like, we got better. So let me do this. Like, hey, you guys got better from semifinals to here. Congratulations. You had tiebreakers. They offset each other. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. Um, (laughs) I like this. The double scored thing, it's a lot of points to throw out in one setting. Uh, we have mixed pairs. Again, we're snatching again. We started with overhead squats. We did a max snatch, and then we have two snatch things here. So that, that's a little, you know, coming back. Now, one was overhead squats. One was a heavy squat snatch, and everybody was doing power snatches for this. So it is, it is different, right? We've got barbell cycling versus... Heavy lifts, I get it. Um, but I did like this format. I the the only drawback there is just the the repetitive barbell movement. That's it. Um, I'm bummed that they tried to copy this off the semis and, and put it in with the teams like this. I like the setup. 
Um, I think that the setup is fine as far as the um, a monostructural and then a lifting for barbell cycling and then mm-hmm. that flip flop because we you know like we said in the semi it could be cool but there are other ways to do it and then you're right we already snatched we don't need to do that again like that there are other lifts we could have done you could have done thrusters you could have done shoulder to overhead you could have done shoulder to overhead you could have done hang clean and jerks you could have done um hangs i mean there's a lot of other things you could have done there there wasn't the need to do that and i just feel Power that cleans. that because they went with the snatch again it was a it was a lazy way to program into this and i don't mean that to sound like screw you guys kind of thing but it just it just <laughs> was like they didn't it it sounds it's like an afterthought like oh we'll just we'll just make it this way for these guys yep you just put it in there and that's and i'm bummed about that i i'm bummed about that um i don't i don't think it i mean you watch it it was fine you know on paper it's fine but i i would have pi- yeah. i would have picked another lift i would have picked i would have changed it around so it wasn't just carbon copy mm-hmm. rinse and repeat of the whole you know of uh, again of individuals and that's that's the problem that i see with team stuff it's just a watered version or a throw a couple more people onto the onto the mix um, of an individual event, and I, yeah. that just bums me out. Uh, and aside from that, though, I do like this format, right? So if I say, no, totally. I, uh, yeah. so now like like bring the lens back to these two tests back-to-back. We're not even going to worry what was programmed before or after or what happened in semifinals. I like this. Because like, who do you put where? Right. Do you put your fast people together? Or are they also your strong people? Do you put yeah. your strong people in the first one? Because they may get too tired from the run, so, so I I thought I like the mixed pairs because you can. There's really not a good like it's like okay, do you put your men in one and women in one? No, you can't do that. I, I like well, the mixed pair ask, thing. Let me ask you this then: Should they because okay, we're testing teams. Mm-hmm. You only had half your team get points on this at a time. Should right. they have made it to where you have one and the other, and then blend the two together to make one team? So basically 50 points for each one rather than 100 and 100. Because I think if – I don't think it's fair to like have 50, in a, 50? Team, in a yeah. team event that one person, less than four people, are involved in the scores of that, of that race. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, if we go back to the run, it's like screw the other three people, just race your slow people. Yeah, yeah. 100 points each is a lot for just half the team. Yeah. I like the idea of 50-50. But if you have, I mean, yeah, little things. I mean, that doesn't ruin anything for me, but it is a lot of points to give to. Well, I, it's not that it's, uh, to me, it's, again, uh, like I always try to go back to, all right, what are we trying to test? Mm-hmm. Trying to test the team. Oh, uh, I see. Not a portion of the team, the team. What Otherwise, if? Otherwise, it would be like, all right, okay. well, we're going to do our strength lift. We're going to have our two, our two strongest lifters go, and they're going to get all the points for the team. It's like, well, no, we want the team to lift. So I, I've always liked this scoring format, and I'd love your opinion on this. And I see this. I do this sometimes with um, – actually, I've done this with teams. Is you do 50 points for part A. So say that's event six. Shuttle runs in the max snatches in time remaining. 50 points for part B and then 50 points for your total place finish average versus the other teams. You see what I'm saying? 
was like, hey, you got second and third. Same to have to add that in there. It's just an extra fifty for being a good collective team. So you're saying a hundred points for each of those. You get fifty for part one, fifty for part two, and fifty part for the collective finish between the two of you. So one is place finish it with the first two, place finish with the first two, and then like your collective finish place scored for 50 points. It's like, hey, we got second and third and nobody else got close to us. Like, okay, then we won the, we were the best collective team. Like we were even across the board. Just to give them a, a extra points for being a well-rounded team. Um, I like the idea. I think I, I think I'd have to go, if I was to do something like that, I'd have to go down and do some math to be mm-hmm. like, okay, are they getting points? Because like, why aren't they getting points for being a collectively impressive team on one of the other ones or oh, this see. event basically is worth 150 <clears throat> points. Whereas the other ones are worth a hundred points. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, they, like instead the of 200 like points, idea. it's still less points than they got. Not true. Right. Oh, that's totally true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. well let's, let's look at this real quick. Okay. Uh, lift run relay. So you had, okay, here you have first and ninth, second and 27th, third and first. So Invictus, right? They would get fourth and third. Should have gotten fifth and 21st, fourth and 11th, seventh and 17th, right? Ninth and second. That's actually, you know, and so what you do is you actually add the places together and then rank them. So I do like, uh, yeah, that's, that's cool. I right. like that. It's, it's like I a like bonus. That. So it, it would have gone Invictus cause third and first. So they would have got four Walleye got fourth and third. So that's seven. I think they would have ended up in second, I believe proven first and ninth. So that's 10 points. So the third ninth and second, 11 points for Oslo Navy blues. Like there's a way to do it. Uh, you know what? I, I would, I, I see what you're saying with the with the extra points. I would just say no. Okay. I would say that that event that event should be one scored uh, deal. So basically, you're doing what it, I'm doing, but taking away the extra single. You just points. don't give it. Yeah, just you give just don't give. So it's a hundred points total for that event. Okay. Fifteen fifty <clears> for the parts. <throat> it's not having the extra, and so their so their overall scores would have a hundred points less than what they had out of this thing. Okay. But I get what you're saying. Yeah. I, I can see what you're saying though. Yeah. Oh, I like it. Um, okay, moving on. Test eight. Muscle up Bob for time. 126 foot Bob push into three rounds of 10 synchro muscle ups. 15 worm cleaning jerks. 42 foot Bob push. Your big thing here is can your, it really is how people handle the muscle ups. That's the entire. That's the whole thing. I mean, it's heavy. The bob is heavy and all that kind of stuff. But if you have someone that starts to fail out on the muscle ups, yep, that's it. Again, weak link. Yeah, which I'm not saying shouldn't be tested, and we are. I'm just going back to other weak link tests where we didn't need to. But if you look at it, it's like okay, we had a weak link test for a 5k run. Okay, now we have a weak link test for gymnastics which is the 30 muscle-ups all synchroed together. The uh, worm came in, 15 worm cleaner jerks. At this point, 
those really aren't a big thing, but it's just the collective beating that the clean and jerks in the Bob would do to come back to the rings. Yeah. Yeah. Saying that the muscle ups was the, the tough element or the, the hook in this whole thing doesn't mean the other part what wasn't really hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Bob is heavy. The clean and jerks, uh, that's just a pain in the ass, especially if you're doing 45 of them and, and having yeah. to push that sled around. But if that, if any of that affects your muscle, like you're not going to get stopped really on that. Yeah. The muscle ups, if you get stopped or you miss a rep because of four, four people synchronization. Yeah. That's tough. And we, we've only had pair synchro. So team synchro, which is part of the test. Yes, yeah. that's in there. And there's nothing wrong with that being a big limiter too. No, we're just, we're just saying that was the big limiter, but this is a three movement weak link test. Yep. Right. If one of your four is off on the rings, you're doing no work. If one of your four is off on the worm, you're doing no work. If one of your four isn't pushing on the Bob, everyone else is doing more work. It's a weak, weak link test. Not isolated like it was for the monostructural for the run. Right, right. But the same thing. Right. Again, not bad. But just I think it's, I, I like saying what it te- is. I like what the test is. Me too. But but yeah, you're right. It's just, it's um it's cool by itself. Yeah. Great test actually by itself. I really like yeah. it. <laughs> I like the four person synchro a lot. Yeah, and here's the thing like we'll say this at the end, but I really liked most if not all most, not all, right, of these events, right, a lot. Uh, okay, I accept this one. <laughs> Spoke too soon. Twenty-one fifty-nine team synchro axle bar deadlifts into twenty-one. So pair one basically does twenty-one synchro parallel bar dips. Uh, I believe it was male, female forced into 21. Actually, yes. Male, female again, forced into 21 synchro sandbag squats at 200 and 125, which is just, that's, that's a lot. Okay. And then they switch and then 15, 15, nine, nine, except on the parallel bar dips, those reps stay at 21. And mixed gender pairs. So we have team synchro on the axle bar, also weak link because, you know, one isn't pulling their weight. Okay, we have that again. Synchro mixed pairs on the dips, synchro mixed pairs on the squats, three rounds. I just hate team pair deadlifts. deadlifts. And it's not because I'm bad at deadlifts. It's because it's a fixed bar. And if you go and watch and everybody is just in terrible positions. And if you're the tall person, you are totally screwed when it comes to this. And if you're short, you do have to work until the bar goes above your waist. And then you just like look around and just thank everybody for doing the work for you. It's, (laughs) I just, it's just unnecessary. And we didn't need another weak link test. No, this whole, no. Th- this is the, I mean, when you see the word synchro in there, it's, right. you might as well say weak link, weak link in there. And yes, we're so saying that's all lot. it is. I'm sure Watson will come in here and say drink. You're all based on the one person that can't do it. But. Yeah. 
Or a slow edit, yeah. Yeah. Yes. And Bailey, I don't hate deadlifts. Oh, I hate team deadlifts. You're right. Yes. There's just... <laughs> like, it's the one thing, like, and I say this every time they come up, that totally goes against everything we do when in terms of safety, we're under weighted intensity. It's, I don't understand. It's better than pairs. I'll say that. At least it wasn't paired deadlifts with uneven weight on each side. At <laughs> least it was one bar and everybody pulled at the same time and it was the same weight. But do something else. That's it. That being said, the dips in the squats, like, ugh, great. Just yeah. beat them down. And you get that upper body pressing volume test that we didn't really get anywhere else. Uh, and I, I mean on the individual side. We'll, we'll touch yeah. base on that yeah. too. Um, but yeah, this was a, a good, you know, mixed pairs again. So I'm kind of like, okay, when are the, we need to get away from just like fixating on the mixed pairs thing. But that was, that was a big thing. Uh, and again, team deadlifts just, you know, yeah, Sam, I'm not going off as much cause it's just, that's, it's a tired argument and I don't understand why we keep coming back to that movement. Right. So would you rather see an axle bar or a worm deadlift? Cause I have problems with worm deadlift too. Uh, axle bar. Yeah, me too. And I say that just because you're going to be in a better position. And with yeah. the worm deadlift, you're like you're bent over. I mean, it's like let's put the weight over your anyway, toes. <laughs> right? Can we make it even? Can we make it? Like doing deadlift deficit, de- deficit sandbag deadlifts. Yeah. <laughs> right. And the only benefit there is that it's not height specific. That's really because the the worm like molds to people's heights, but then again, that displaces weight differently as well. So again, if you were the tall person, you're getting screwed. So, yeah, um, hey, uh, Bailey had something up here. They wanted to make huge axle bar. Now, you know what would be crazy is if me and you and Jr. were talking about some different ideas, and I said I I had a couple. They already ha- they've a, already made a pull up bar. Yeah, uh, that was like the three inch square. That mm-hmm. was the pull up bar. It would be interesting to see. Yeah, a long deadlift bar for teams where it's six inches wide. Oh, like because then bigger? you're holding it kind of like a worm. You're not gonna be able to hold it regular. Yeah. You'd have to hold it kind of like 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 around it, but it would be up the height of what like, what the weights would be. Yeah, and the weight wouldn't be as heavy because you're not gonna be able to hold onto it the same way. Oh, I, <clears throat> I see what you're saying. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, yeah. um, but this is the third time they've used this, Bailey. Totally they use this in Carson. They use this in um, the 2017, I think. So yeah. this isn't the first time they didn't just make them for this. This is the third time it's happened. <laughs> so. It pulled them out of storage. Yeah. And usually it's, yeah, it's, yep. Okay. I I like the synchro of dips. I like the dips on the bar. I am not sure how I feel of the ring muscle ups, 30 dips on the rings synchro with 63 dips on the bar synchro in the same day. That's one. That's just eh. Well, I mean, I see what you're saying on that. that one's that rings, one synchro with a team. One's easier than Throw, the other. I get take it. Take one of those dumb runs. Put the dumb run here, and put this one on where the run was, or something. You can mix it up a little bit. Yeah, and that's more like order of events. 
than yeah. the event itself. So, um, okay. Test nine, we just said. Test 10. This, I'm going to throw this out there. This is my favorite event of the entire week that was the CrossFit Games, including the individuals. Dang, dude. This was awesome. Four rounds, <laughs> 500-meter run into partner Jerry K- Carey. It was uh, 200 and 150 in a small pack thing. And that's the other thing too, is like when it's a bigger thing, even though it's the same weight, if you condense it more, it just, it's just harder. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's like a, why does a 20 pound cannonball, why is that more difficult to move than a 20 pound kettlebell? Right. It's just the density of it. That, that changes the way it doesn't change the weight. It just changes the way it moves. Uh, log traverses. And then the 42 foot synchro Bob pull, all four together on that track f- foot brace thing. Like you've got the run, you've got the carry, you've got the log traverses where you see people helping other, you know, the shorties over the logs and the pull through like this, this was it, by far Damn. the best, the best one for, for, in my opinion of the entire weekend across all divisions. I loved this one and it hit everything. I think I think what I I, I I I wouldn't say it was the best of the entire weekend personally, but I will say that it is one of the best team programmed events that they have ever had at the CrossFit Games. I think. Ooh, okay. Um, uh, yeah. The reason I say that is because of how um you got you had the team you let the team do what the team needed to do. The team got to decide who was going to be where and how they were going to do and how, if you needed to help someone up and over. And, you know, there wasn't a specific way you got to decide what that was going to be. And the team had to work together mm-hmm. through all those things. And you're right, all of those pieces, it was rad when they got in that rack and they put those, their feet up on that, uh, yeah. on that foot plate thing and they were like heave-hoeing, like some old you pirate ship. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, it was, it was, it was, well programmed for the athletes that were out there. Um, the elements in there were fun to see, and I think tested so many things of the team. As you see a team, like, okay, here's here's your task, right. team, go complete it. Yeah, you know, not not necessarily a you know uh, choose your own adventure, you know that that setup, but you got to use the strategy of your team to make it work. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the most fun to watch. And then it was fun to watch. Like you could actually. Yes, that's like the, the other the, thing. The visual of it was amazing. Look at that. Heave, ho, and and heave, so like we come a little ho. full circle of what we said before is like you, you're testing running, you're testing gymnastics over the log, you're testing teamwork, you're testing same sex pairs, you're testing full teams, you're pulling the bob, yeah. you've got a new implement with the height of the logs and this foot pad thing. And it was easy to understand, fun to watch from end to end. The yeah. whole thing. Yeah. The whole thing. I, like, what, so what was your favorite event of the whole weekend? Um, mine, mine was, mine, I really like watching Alpaca. Okay. And I like the Muscle Up Log. Yeah. I love the Muscle Up Logs. Those, I like this one just because there's more into it. That's it. Yeah. 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 But I, I mean, I'll go along with you as maybe one of the best team events ever programmed at the CrossFit Games. 
Right. Off the top of my head, I can't think of another one. You don't think the the double the double row machine was <laughs> <laughs> with the holds that we repeated this year? Um, yeah, this was this is great. I mean, just look at that. Everyone got to do stuff. Like everyone was doing it as, as a team. You were collectively working, mm-hmm. and so the team got to decide your team strategy. And getting the bags over the logs is a unique part of it. These carries were a part of it. Like this is, this is bag of the log, but like this is a big part of this event. Yeah. Like the girls had a switch because it's, it's awkward and heavy. Yeah. Like, and then they run like, really it was cool. just great, man. This is just great. I want like part of me wants to know, you know, we've said that this season, so much of it has been that we, it seems like events have been kind of programmed in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. I want to know who came up with this one. How, how, how it came to be. That's what yeah. I would love to know this particular event. Because it seems different mm-hmm. than the other events. Yeah. You know, like, and I, I don't mean, and obviously the other events are different events, but I mean, the, the feel. Like, someone definitely understood when this was being designed the feel I get when I when I see this on paper and, and how it was displayed is that someone definitely understood how to test what was being tested, what needed to be shown by the team, like like really understood the team element that was being that was being put on display here. That that's what I think is cool about it. Mm-hmm. It was great because there's no there's no rope that they have to hold on to. Right <laughs> to drag some now, it, like it's still you're still at the mercy of your slowest runner, but other people can chill. Get ahead, <laughs> get so ahead, because so, they're going to be doing more work. I yeah. mean, there's let the team be the team, and and maybe that's part of it too, because you have so many different elements within the test. It's like okay, everybody, hey, right. go run together, stay together if you want to, do whatever you want, not hold a rope. I hate that rope thing. Yes, I know. Now pair carry. This heavy bag, 150 for the women. Yeah. Like, I know they're working together, awkward, but look dude. how, yeah, you'll see it here in a second how tough that was. Carry it over logs, jump over the logs, lift each other up if you want to, right? There were no rules. There were yes. no, there were no bumpers. And I really don't like when they put too many bumpers on the team competition. It's like, here's the work, get it done. Right. Run where you want to, carry how you want to. Two men on the bag, two women on the bag, get over the logs, get to the end, and then everybody pulled this thing across the field, and it just looked cool. It was easy to watch. Like, I enjoyed watching this end-to-end. Yeah. This is great. Absolutely great. So, hell of a Sunday. Test. Um, Any other thoughts on this one? No. Yeah, I kind of just want. I just good. I kind of just want to watch this now. <laughs> I know it's not going to make for I mean, a good podcast, but I, I love, I love, like, look how awkward that is. Right. So these guys, these guys, all these athletes could pick up their bag. Yeah, by it would be easier you know I mean? to use as an individual. Like, right. if, if if I put the bag on your shoulder, we would move this better. I, I wonder. I wonder if there was a rule about that. Like, I hope there was the handles. But look, and and the other thing, like we said, the density and the compactness. Like, when did any of them have any struggle? Like, none of them, if you're like, hey, just clean and jerk a barbell over this log. Right. <laughs> they would laugh in your face. 
but they can barely do it together <laughs> as a so pair. Funny. I mean, it's so banging cool. into their legs and in their, you know, yeah. all off kilter. It's just, so great. Cool. it's just great. And just the, the raw fitness and athleticism of jumping up and climbing over something that just reminds yeah. me of house parties in college, getting busted by the cops, having a hot <laughs> fences. <laughs> I mean, I never did that. <laughs> totally. I, I heard stories. Yeah. Heard and then stories. this pull together. Just great. Just great. All right. Uh, last event. The worm is back. But, man, this was great. When Dave Castro was announcing the final test to the athletes and then did, I don't, I don't know where this video is, but it was summer. But he's like, but wait. And he pulls out the earthworm, which is a tip of the cap to the original worm from 2013. 13, yeah. 2013, six-person team, all wood logs, basically knotted together with a climbing rope. <laughs> and they brought it out, and it ruined people. Yeah. Ruined teams. And they're glad that it was soft because how some of these teams went down after one person dropped it. Like, <laughs> they just like landed on them. <laughs> I was like, you would have been dead. This is 2013. You'd been dead. Cause there was four, two other logs that were on there. Cause like I said, it was six person teams. Yeah. And final event kicked off with this 192 foot, uh, handstand walk. As a group in a waterfall style, everyone, you, 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 and you didn't have to. You basically bet on yourselves. Like unbroken handstand walk across the floor. Everyone had to finish and then do it all the way back. If one person fell, depending on where they were, right. everyone would have to go back. So if the first person fell, everyone would have to go back. If the last person fell, then they were just the last person. So that was cool. Yeah. But then you had to make sure and the, the teams that were just like going for it, just basically like follow each other 10 foot behind and just hoped that the person ahead of them <laughs> was doing a good job. And we saw people were, like running up on yeah, each other. Right yeah, now. But they didn't come down too. That was awesome. <laughs> they like bumped and stopped. Yeah. Stood there and then kept going. Yeah. And then you had worm thrusters and worm lunges with this earthworm all the way down and teams had to figure this thing out on the fly and Thruster, squat, lunge, nastiness on your way back. I really enjoyed this too. We got below parallel in two different ways. So much teamwork in two different ways. Weak link again, twice. Handstand walk coming in. But as far as it went and moved, I liked it. I thought the last day was a great day. A lot like the individuals. Yeah. The last day of individuals programming was fantastic. And the last day of team programming was also fantastic because you went from, let's just say we cut this day off full, get the work done as a team in three different ways to test the group. Awesome. Running carries pulling together. Then you come back here and almost do complete opposite movement patterns with lunges and squats and handstand walks. And then it was waterfall style. Trust your team into weak link, Figured out on the fly, team strategy and teamwork. The last day was great. Yeah. And I think this is, um, the way this event was set up, it's very, 
very classic CrossFit Games team event. Like when I think of cross, when I think of the CrossFit Games, or I think of most team events right now, I'm always thinking of the worm. The worm is always there. Mm-hmm. This is very classic. Um, it's it's put in a great place because it you're going to be forced to have a really good race. Uh, you know, I like the I like the handstand walk to start it. Mm-hmm. To kind of get everyone, you got the anxiety. You got, you know, this is the last event you're going to get into it, and then the rest of the time, it's like, all right, now we have to be a unit all the way down. And you, know, you miss, you miss reps, or someone's out of sync, and you know, then how it <laughs> buries your team after that. Yep. Very, I think it's just a very classic setup. Um, so I like it. Yeah, I like it. I don't, I don't like when they're when the entire competition is te- is uh, is the worm. No. But I liked how this setup was. I thought it was good. But Worm and Bob, necessary at the games, tradition at the games, like good testing of a team's cohesiveness and poking some holes in their individuals. Right. Which I thought was cool. Yeah. Um, but the, the Earthworm is it's just it's totally different. Oh, when man, you're so and bad. and it's if you are used to being the short person that just kind of passes the worm over your head during thrusters and clean and jerks. And you're like, I don't know what the problem is. And then you got <laughs> dunked on by a hundred pound sandbag for the first time. That was cool. Yeah. Like, so you, you actually feel the worm for the first for, time. Yeah, you're like, holy <laughs> shit. Is this what you guys feel oh, like the, the whole worm. time? You're like, yes. Is with it your like weight. For you guys? <laughs> with your weight. Um, okay. So little additions here at the bottom. I collected the monostructural weightlifting gymnastics. I collected some movement patterns and then the team things that were tested. Monostructural, we had seven. If you wanted to put in the run test, six and seven, you could say eight since they were different scored tests. However, you want to get semantics. I put seven. You can say seven or eight. Weightlifting, 13. Uh, It could be 14 if you wanted to say snatch, snatch for that back-to-back test. And then the gymnastics is eight, although I added one at the end. I didn't put the log reverses in, but that was gymnastics movement, jumping up the logs for the worm. Uh, push, push-pull, 12, 13. Legs or squats, legs being leg-dominant movements. I include running, biking, that's in there, 16. Core flexion, only two. Jumping, one. Hinging, pulling from the floor, or hinging at the waist had six. As far as teams, same-sex pairs were tested once, mixed pairs four times, weak link tests nine times, which is not uncommon in full team tests. Uh, Teamwork tests collectively six, four different synchro tests, one waterfall, three relays, one hang and hold, and then five of Worm and Bob. Those are just the numbers. I'm not saying good or bad. I'm just giving you guys the numbers. Overall, looking at the weekend, we have start things off. We've got the interval tests, the two twos and the overhead squats, skis and legless rope climbs, the bike relay event for laps, the max total of snatch and clean and dirk, the 5K with the rope, the holds and bikes and mixed up there. You've got the 400-meter run with snatches, and then you have the snatches into the 400-meter run. You've got the synchro gymnastics with the ring muscle-ups, worm cleaner jerks, and bob push. You come back inside. You've got synchro deadlifts. You've got dips on the bar, mixed pairs, then the sandbag squats. Next test is the 
Bob and Drag collectively as a team, the runs, the carries, the log traverses, and the Bob pull. And as we just finished, the handstand walk waterfall into the earthworm. At the end of the weekend, your top three were clearly your top three because they were just head and shoulders better than everybody. It was wild how close it was not. I believe there's 120 points difference between fourth and third. Yep. It was just an, an Invictus proven and Oslo show. Was that in, indicated of the programming being one way or the other? No. That's how much better they were than everybody else. Curious things. Uh, you look at the gymnastics movements. You got legless rope climbs, handstand holds, a seated L muscle up. That was isolated before you got to the uh, ring support because some people had trouble with that. I think some people couldn't do them, which is weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, parallel bar traverses is one of those. You have ring muscle-ups, you have bar dips, you have the log traverses, and you have the handstand walk. If you look at those, the critical ones, there were some major and minor ones, like a, a, a P-bar traverse, minor. Like an inconvenience. A log jump over, minor. We're not putting those things in. The big pull elements were really the rope climbs, and I would say for some, that L muscle-up. And that's a little bit of a stretch. But the pressing, the hardest part of synchro ring muscle-ups is the dip out of the rings. And that's where everybody fails. Rarely ever does anybody fail the pull. And with synchro, it's even harder because you have to hold the top and wait to be synchro together. That's a lot of pressing being tested for the teams. The handstand walks together as a team. That was a major component of that. And if you didn't, if you weren't locked in and dialed in, you were not a good pressing team and the dips on the P bars, 63 synchro, not easy. So there was actually more pressing gymnastics being tested in a critical format than there was pulling. I think everybody was so fixated on the pull, pull, pull. It's like, no, there was, there, there was more there. Um, Weightlifting, you had overhead squat, snatch, 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 right? Snatch for weight, power snatches for speed, overhead squats for reps. You had a max clean and jerk. You had a worm clean and jerk. You had a bob push, four-person deadlift, sandbag squats, jerry can carry, jerry can over the log, bob pull, worm lunge, worm thruster. And the movement patterns were very even across the board, almost all around six or seven. And even some critical pieces like overhead squat. I mean, okay, you got a squat and the pressing stability overhead. Snatch, same thing. You got everything in the snatch, right? Hinge, pull, speed, press. Uh, same with the clean and jerk. Power cleans or the power snatches. All right. Worm clean and jerk. A bob push, a deadlift. Like there's, it was actually fairly balanced as far as movement patterns are concerned. And you come in, it's like, oh, well, we only saw the barbell twice. Same for the individuals. But they all got tested in different ways there. Uh, and then monostructural, ski, bike, distance run, echo bike, row, 400-meter sprint run, t- tested twice, two, d- two different things, and then the basically the 500-meter rounds per run for 2K total. Top to bottom, the more I looked into this, and I know the, the big thing that jumps off the page for especially people that were there is that there were no gymnastics tested on a pull-up bar. But 
Like I said, you've got legless rope climbs, handstand holds, seated ring muscle-up, ring support holds, ring muscle-ups, P-bar traverses, P-bar dips, log traverses, and handstand walks. Like, what did you want to get tested? Synchro toes to bar? <laughs> Synchro chest to bar pull-ups? Synchro bar muscle-ups? Like, would that have been better or worse of an overall test? Or was it better for you and your team? Right. Right? To me, I look at this is just because we didn't have a pull-up bar and what we saw programmed, this is more like the odd object strength testing or weightlifting testing. Did we need the pull-up bar for it to be a good programmed event? What do you think? Uh, no, I don't think we need that. I think that um, the people that are making a big deal about having to have a barbell or having to have, you must have a pull-up bar, that is looking through the lens of individual competition. So mm-hmm. they're used to seeing that. And so it seems skewed. Um, just like you said when we were talking about uh, the barbell being used on the individual side, the use of the barbell is to test strength. And if we're testing strength in other ways, whether it's carrying a funky object off to the side with your partner or you're using the worm or you're moving the bob, you're pushing the bob, you're pulling the bob, um, I mean, you are lifting with the, the heavy clean and jerk that, we, that they had in the snatch that they had. But I think that they are, they are moving a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is test. I don't think that that needs to be there. The... Um, Synchro toes to bar, synchro bar muscle up. We have done it so many times. Right. You don't need to keep on doing the exact same thing all the time. So if there isn't a pull-up bar that's there, and now we have things that have never been tested before, four-person muscle up, mm. uh, four-person dips, um, that uh, having to do that uh, the L muscle up into that hold, like these are things that have we haven't done those before in competition. And I think that those doors need to be open to be like, okay, now we have these avenues that we can now work in. You don't have to keep doing synchro toes to bar on the pull-up bar. Yep. You do it all the time. In every single local competition, there will be synchro toes to bar and there'll be synchro bar muscle-ups everywhere around the world at every local competition. So we don't need to have it here. They didn't miss anything by not having that. I don't think. Yeah. So. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. So overall, we'll go through our Element 26 thumb tape review out of two points. We can use tenths, quarters, however we feel like. When I look at day one, we have basically two interval tests. We have an interval with overhead squats and pairs, and then we have an interval on the bike. Uh, Day two, we have a test of strength and a test of endurance. One is a collective team. One is a weak link with the rope, whatever. But that's like a... A buzz parallel, right? Who's the strongest and who has the most endurance? Okay. Right. Uh, on day three, we had those tests where it was holds and machine work. So a, a monostructural gymnastic pairing. And then we had a weightlifting monostructural pairing later with like sprints and snatches. And then as we got deeper into the weekend, the team tests really started to pile in. Right? I, th- I think it was a slow start to the weekend. And, and I, I heard more noise in the beginning than I heard at the end. 
Because you had like, okay, two intervals, two basically monostructural isolated tests, and then no real teamwork. And then as we got over the weekend, like better and better and better. I think the programming improved as the weekend went on. After what I've seen for the last 10 years of programming, I actually think this is one of the better ones we've had in a while overall. Okay. End to end. I gave, what did I give? I think I gave individuals a one four. Yeah. I'm going to give this a one five. One five. I don't know how to do a half. (laughs) My thumb goes backwards. There we go. I gave this a one and a half. Like strong team, still things I would have liked to have seen not played out in the way they did, but isolated wasn't bad. Um, The biggest one I have was the, Team 5K with the rope, the team deadlift barbell thing. But after that, yeah, and, and maybe how some things were placed together on certain days. Yeah. But good. So I give it a strong one and a half. I actually enjoyed it more than the uh, individuals. And not saying I didn't enjoy the individuals, but I give it a 1.5. Um, I am a little bit more critical than you are on this. Not, not, not crazy. Um, I'm going to go 1.25, um, which is the same thing that I did on the individual side. Um, I like what's, what's very hard. It's hard to judge the competition when there are certain events that I'm like, dude, you knocked it out of the park. Mm. I think, you know, like the, uh, the, the one that we said was the best, um, at least team uh, for the team event. Yeah, Yeah. 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 Yeah, uh, the the Bob's a drag. Like that's yeah. one of the coolest events I, I've ever seen on the team side I, that I like so much. It, 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 I mean, I think it's one of the best program team events that have ever been done. To have that, and then to have in the exact same comp- competition a four person all holding on to a rope five k run as a team. Yeah, like, they don't even seem in the same ballpark to me, and so I feel like this games, and I'm hoping that it changes after this year. Is that and it because it's been this play the whole season? Is I get the feeling that they're that events are being programmed in a vacuum rather than how are they all put together? Because even like we talked about single modality, single modality, single modality, all on one day. Um, not even necessarily being the, it just seemed like you're going to do the exact same types of events mm. virtually. Yeah. Uh, I mean like, you know, day back to back like that. I just, I didn't, I didn't like that. Yeah. Um, I, the Olympic total fine. I get it, but I don't like when you're, I don't like when for team programming, I want the team programming to be done by someone that is like team programming is my passion. I want to be able to showcase the teams, not well, the uh, individuals did this. So we're going to do that here. And the individuals did this in the semis, even though there were team events in the semis, but we're going to make the teams now do what the individuals did from the semis at the games. Mm. Like that to me just seems like I said before, lazy. That's the only only thing I can really say. Um, I love the entire last day. And if you look at the entire last day, you can see, I mean, you know, I, I was trying to look around on, on which events would be like, what's the one event that basically pegged your top teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think between those two events, you have that. You oh should, yeah. I mean, you could have had, you could have had that last day with all these teams and your scores would have been at about the same. I feel like. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so because of that, it makes me look, it makes me feel, oh, the other thing is on the lift, the fact that you have two people are getting a hundred points at a time and then two people like I, there yeah. are things like that that just, it just knocked me down on that. Um, but that whole last day, basic, you know, that was, that was a lot of the plus to me. I mean, there are a lot of other things that, that, that were kind of cool, but, um, I still think we got a ways to go. We have a ways to go Fair. Some good programmed events in the individually. Some of the events I think were great, but they didn't fit together right mm-hmm. um so a couple of those things to kind of to kind of mash out a little bit but that's where i am at that the 1.25 god bob the drag was so cool yeah it was cool. that event is rad yeah yeah all right teams Phew. trending up right there you go trending up sure yeah i, like I can't even remember yeah. what they were last year there was it was last year was weird <laughs> that sure was weird it was weird yeah <clears throat> not a lot of teamwork I, I believe last year but this year more yeah much more so trending up trending up all right let us know what your review is in the comments we'd love to hear your opinion on things if you guys did compete and you have some other opinions outside of ours on how the weekend went please let us know we always love feedback especially for those that took the test versus others that are just talking about the test. Other than that, uh, man. Well, you got to go in any? We got, we got age groups. Yeah, age groups. Age groups we next age groups. week. I always yeah. find I really like the age groups. <laughs> right? I know. I don't know what it is. I think I it's, it's, it's almost, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but uh, I don't remember what they are off the top of my head. I just know they did sort of Helen. And yeah. the way it was done... I will have to turn my back on my favorite event, but more to come next week <laughs> on that. Other than that, you guys have a great rest of your week. Have a great weekend, Bill. Good to see you, brother. You too, dude. Take care, you everybody. Too. Bye, everybody. <laughs>